0: Hey
1: everybody, it's the Drive to School podcast. I am Pastor Goodman, your host, and uh, my friend Amelia is back. How are you?
0: Hey, I'm good. I'm pretty good. <laughs>
1: You're pretty good? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take pretty I, good.
0: I, <laughs> I always go with good, and then I realize, wait, it's been a little interesting lately. Um. Yeah, I've... <laughs> so with the second semester of college, I've basically been sick since since a week before till about now i'm, I'm finally clearing up here and something that's come along with that that's just is a lot of loneliness because in your dorm room you don't really see a lot of people and you, you don't really get to go outside of your dorm room because you don't want to get people sick and your teachers don't want you to go to class um and then your family doesn't want to get sick either so it's just a lot of lot of feelings of loneliness um yeah
1: I get that and it's one of those things too that at least like in this present day we've almost been taught to talk about loneliness in the past tense because of COVID and so like there was a time when we were all lonely but we were all lonely together um Mm -hmm. and I guess if everybody's in it then then that's one thing but when everybody's just living their lives outside of you and, and it's a present tense loneliness it's a different feeling right
0: Oh yeah, it's definitely a different feeling. There was a lot of times when I coveted my friends' ability to yeah. hang out with each other and and they looked like they had so much fun on like social media and things like that. Oh, don't go to social media.
1: <laughs> no, that, there, there's some advice. Um, do you do you kind of fall more on the introvert scale or more on the extrovert scale? Definitely
0: you know? introvert are you? definitely cd 2 yeah.
1: I'm, I'm a deep, deep seated introvert. And so it's one of those things that I surprise myself by getting lonely um, more often than not when I do it to myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. I find uh, sometimes even when I'm not sick, I'm like, well, I know that I want to be alone in my room right now. And then I'm alone in my room. And I'm like, I don't want to be alone in my room mm. anymore. I'm alone in my room. So I, I get that
1: yeah maybe that habit i have of absolutely not contacting my close friends on a regular basis is not healthy for me but i keep kind of falling into to this trap um and it's 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 an affliction spiritually loneliness um it, it genuinely is so much so that that our lord speaks about it um not just sort of in in practice but uh the, the psalms are actually kind of chock full of 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 cries about loneliness of cries about sort of fear of being alone uh but he doesn't Actually, answer it in all honesty the way that we want him to, and and it's something to kind of contend with. Like our, our Lord doesn't simply say like I will send you friends, um, but but He says I will be with you wherever you go. Um, and and it's a place where I've I've personally kind of struggled because at the exact same time, the Lord speaks to just sort of how important it is that we be connected to each other as as people uh he says you know we are the we are the body of christ and individually members of it and and so if you and i are the body of christ together uh and well if you cut off your hand and stick it in the closet and you don't talk to it for two weeks it's probably going to be worse off Uh you know this this is also us in practice um you know the the very first bit of genesis when when god is creating adam he, he realizes very quickly it is it is not good for man to be alone. And, and that's not just with, with marriage, that, that's sort of the the reality that, that when God gives us each other, um, he, he actually means for us to, to kind of lean on each other, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. My friends have been there in the past for me to lean on, which has been amazing, which then having it absent has made it so like stark of a contrast sometimes. Hmm.
1: I like that word that you use, the, the absent, um, because it, it doesn't sort of talk about, you know, the way it just is right now, but but it recognizes there's a way things are supposed to be and it's not there. Like if you're absent in class, you know where you're supposed to be, but for whatever reason, uh you're not there, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's it's out of the ordinary. It's right. not what's supposed to be happening.
1: That's a good way to talk about this, though, um, because, like, even when when our Lord would would speak about these things, he recognizes there's a pattern to things. Uh, so much so, like, the the people who are sort of called the loneliest in the scriptures are widows and orphans, and, and these are are words that sort of incorporate an absence to them. If you're a widow, there's an absence in your life; Some, something was taken from you. If you're if you're an orphan, something is is absent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 really interesting because it it really highlights the fact that like death happens and loneliness can happen from death, and that's not something that's that's something that both unites with your creator, but also is sad here and joyful at the same time.
1: Right, because it's it's of the last great enemy, death. Um, and and, and so if we sort of root, chase it down to its cause, like we know we have the victory over it, and so you know to 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 die is gain, Paul says. But at the same time, the wages of sin is death, which means the thing that, that separates us from one another is not okay. And God's not okay with it either. He, he hates the idea of, of widowhood so much that he promises a resurrection of the body and a life everlasting. Not that there will be marriage in the resurrection, but because there doesn't need to be, but because you, you will still get to be with with that person who is your person uh, and and reunited, that the body of Christ will be made whole. Uh, but that means, though, that you can kind of tug on this if... if uh, death, which would leave us feeling lonely, is is of sin, is of evil. In the same way, this is a place where the devil will work a lot, of, a lot of evil himself, just in the feelings of loneliness from being cut off from our normal vocations, our normal friends and family.
0: Yeah, because when you're alone too, you don't have people surrounding you and encouraging you to do the right thing all the time too. When alone, or think the right thing. Or think the right thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even when you're lonely, it's almost an excuse to think the wrong thing and to think oh. ill of your friends sometimes too. And yeah.
1: And ill of yourself. Like This is one of those places where the, the, the worst thing I can be is, is alone with myself for too long because I know how my brain works and it's, it's really, really mean to me. Um, it, it, it absolutely is. I, I actually need people in my life to remind me that the world is not the way that you see it and you are not as, as, as unloved as you see yourself.
0: Yeah, I I relate to that. Sometimes I I think to myself like what is wrong with me? Like everything that I'm doing is just I'm hurting everyone and I'm lonely and they're not wanting to hang out with me because I'm such a horrible person. And it's both true as a sinner, but also not true. And Cuz you're redeemed. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And, and and more than that uh not not just redeemed but god has actually promised to work good through sinners this is for us the doctrine of vocation which god actually doesn't let you have a vocation that's not paired up with somebody else um e- even though the the widows and, and in the table of duties in your catechism are, are, are sort of left to to be served by the church at large but vocation is sort of the recognition not just that you will have sort of callings and duties before god but that you'll have specific people in your life and so like you, you can sort of even just in the, the basic one. So if I'm a, a husband, you can learn something about me, right? I, I have a I have a wife. And if I tell you I'm a father, you know that I have kids. I, if you are a daughter, you have parents uh and so god is actually intentionally sort of putting you with people your your friends your your, even your government your work all of the places they're places where god would have you interact with another person in a specific way and whenever that's torn apart because of sin because of some even sickness for two weeks like there there is an absence and, and it's a good way to talk about it that way
0: yeah like the people surrounding us in a sense almost help like in a way to define us, Christ ultimately defines us. But they, they, they show who we are as uh, sinners and, and people on this earth.
1: And they point us to to the mercy of the cross. This is one of the great gifts of having a neighbor, of having sort of that mutual consolation of, of brothers and sisters in Christ. Is they can point you to you are not the sum of of your sins weighed against your your good deed. You are you are a baptized child of God. Um, and and I love the way that you said it. It's God who ultimately defines us because He recognizes so much that. Evil is, is down here that there will be uh, such an awful word, such as orphan, uh, such as widow. As Sometimes we will feel alone. And so he, he makes promises to us over and over again. He says, um, I will not leave you as orphans. Um, and that means like you, you might even feel like an orphan. You might feel utterly cut off. But where does our God draw near to? And, and how can you be sure of it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Reading the scripture, going to church. I feel like going to church is one of the most healing things because in that, you automatically have community and you automatically have people who are in the same thing as you and 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 in that that alone is comforting not even to say that Christ is giving gifts in this the service so there's there's multiple levels of comfort there mm-hmm.
1: So if you are lonely, um, the, the the places where we get to to be turned. I mean, first, yeah, um, if, check yourself and actually reach out to to a friend. Text somebody, um, call somebody. It and and the closer you can get to face to face is actually good because like we're we're talking right now virtually, um, and and we're still very far from one another. Uh, but when I get to hang out with you in person, that the times that I get to, we have better conversations. Like we, we actually do, um, because body language is a thing, even just sort of the proximity to, to, to know somebody cares enough about you to want to talk to you face to face is it's a cool feeling. And, and barring that we get video, which is cool. And so I can I can see your reactions. Beyond that, you get phone like textings about the worst because I can read so many awful things into <laughs> into the letter K um, when I'm <laughs> texting somebody. But, but do your best to have sort of the highest level conversation that, that you can. There are people out there, right?
0: Yeah, there are lots of people out there. It is, yeah, this is a matter of reaching out, I guess.
1: And some of them are, are in your church. Some of them are your family or your friends. And if you are actually, Lord have mercy, one of the people that, that our Lord would sort of count as as absent somebody important in your life, a, a widow, an orphan, here he, he gives you his word where, where he says, I will be with you wherever you go. And, and it's not sort of a mark simply by your heart because this is the problem. Like loneliness is a, is a here problem um, loneliness is, is a here problem so much so that like, I can have friends all around me and still feel lonely because I'm convinced they don't understand because of the whispers of the evil one, because I'm, I'm convinced if they actually knew what was in my head, they would hate me because I'm convinced that I'm socially awkward. I, I guess I know that I'm socially awkward, but, um, we, we have this, this feeling. And so God would not simply say like, you know, in your heart that I'm with you, but, but he actually puts his promises outside of ourselves for our heart. And so he says, are you baptized? This is how you know that I'm with you wherever you go. This is the end of the book of Matthew. Uh, when he says, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and teach them to observe all the things that I have commanded you, like the Lord's Supper, which was a chapter before. And lo, there I am with you wherever you go. Uh, that, that you don't have a God who, who has cut you off. You don't have a God who has forgotten you. And this is a place where you also get to contend with the fact that other people are sinners. And, and Lord have mercy. Sometimes Sometimes people leave. Sometimes friends stop being friends. Sometimes, sometimes marriages break. It's, it's awful. Nobody should be happy about it. But even in this case where, where you are left as, as, as feeling like an orphan, your Lord does not leave you. He, he speaks promises to you that you can actually hear preached to you in your church, that you can actually receive from his word, that, that you wear daily in your baptism. And these are places that we're actually supposed to take our loneliness because otherwise it really does fester.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's good news right there that we can have that and we can have community and Christianity and, a, and uh oneness with Christ.
1: Absolutely. This is also, I, I think maybe one place to talk about prayer. Um, the, the idea of like praying for each other, uh, there, there's a lot of stuff to unpack with, with Christians and, and prayer, but this is a place where the least of these are given away to connect to the rest of the church, to, to not only be able to pray for others, even if you are, stuck in your room, alone and sick, or, or to, to know that you are being prayed for. It, it is a place where not only that you are united to the Lord and so united to other Christians, whether or not you feel it, but it's a place to sort of put it into practice. To, to feel lonely is then a, a chance to, to kneel down. And, and as you read the Psalms, you can say, and take care of this person in my life who I wish was here right now, who I wish would regard me, but remember them and recognize that you're connected to the Lord through them and know that, that in the same way that, that being connected to an altar, it's a place where God's people pray for you sometimes without even really even knowing it, but, but do.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. Like to have almost like, just people on your side to pray for you and are there for you always. And you get to pray for them too, which is a really, you can lift their burden off their shoulders in a sense, and they lift yours in Christ. And and that's, that's a beautiful thing that we as Christians alone get to do.
1: I love that. So maybe on that note, we better pray. Uh, let us pray. O Lord God, your Father in heaven, do not abandon us as orphans, but remember especially the lonely and the disheartened. Draw near to them in your word and sacrament and assure them of your mercy, of your presence, and of your love. Grant to them, the neighbors that you have given, that they would love them. Allow them to feel the connection that they have even now in you, but even if they do not, remind them of the truth regardless. In all things, O Lord, grant us at the last uh, resurrection of the body and the life everlasting, where we will no longer feel loneliness, but will fully know what it is to be united to you, and so to. other. Other, all this through Jesus Christ, who has conquered sin and death, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Amelia.
0: Thank you.